the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Southern California Live, 99.5 KKLA, David James, 79 degrees here in Los Angeles, absolutely beautiful. We have um, just a a big-time heat coming this weekend. This is our last and final live hour to partner with Bible League, and so grateful that you are here because... I want to see a miracle hour this hour. You know, yesterday we started, Michael, with the Bible League. I want to welcome Michael in here. And, Michael, we started at zero uh, Bibles to be gifted to 8,000 uh, Christians is the the hope that we as a KK, KKLA collective can come together and say, look, let's give 8,000 Jesus followers who've just come to know Christ. Or maybe someone as young as 80 who's known Christ her whole life. 60, 65, 70 years without a Bible. Let's make sure they're able to get into God's Word and the urgency of that, the importance of that. In fact, one of that 80-year-old, 80-year young lady we talked about, that seasoned citizen, she broke down and Mm. cried when she received the Word of God because she knew that she was going to be able to grow in her faith uh, leaps and bounds because she had her own Bible. And so that's what we're doing. And, and Michael, this is the urgency of giving the Word of God, not just the Bible, into the hands of... We have someone that we shared about who was a, a former imam who is training other children, um, many, many of those children, to be radical. Maybe not all, hmm. but they're in the Middle East. And all of that stopped when he was invited to a church he started reading scripture and realized that it is truly the inspired word of God. It is the truth that sets free. And now he's led 15 churches to be formed and thousands coming to know Jesus in the Middle East. So time is of the urgency here. Uh, in this hour, Michael, we want to see 2,000 Christians. And when I mention this, there are a couple of people in the hallway that just looked at me like I, I am crazy and i am and you, you know are. that and you are but i want to see two thousand christian i'm, I'm crazy for, for god I, I think all of us as a collective of kkla family knowing the importance of why we study god's word in the midst of events happening and things in life so two thousand christians five dollars a bible it would be a ten thousand dollar gift if i may invite someone that would be able to say, you know what, that is my best gift. I've been waiting for you to mention 2,000 Christians to receive a Bible. That's not for everybody. I'm unable to do that. But I'm just letting you know that that would be a miracle gift for 2,000 Christians to receive a Bible, $10,000 gift. Now, 40 Bibles is a $200 gift. So, you know, 100 of us, you know, plus, you know, 50 of us doing that. Let's just do this. 800 yes word. 1-800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, the Bible League banner at KKLA.com. And, Michael, yeah, 2,000 Christians we want to see all over the the world, the Middle East, Asia, Latin America. And I think we're going to kick off this hour by saying, look, we're in Africa. In Jesus' name, every soul that receives the Bible 
not only going to affect their life, but how many do you say per per? Well, you have the statistics. How many people receive a Bible and yeah. What? How many people come to know Jesus? Yeah, let me after let that? me let me talk about that. And uh, David, I will toss you into the crazy uh, category, but let me define that. David, you have been a great friend of Bible League over many many years. This station uh, has been um, one of our closest supporters, listeners. Uh, every time that we've come, uh, whether it's in the spring or the fall, uh, we've got a little bit of time to present the needs of Christians around the world who are Bibleists, essentially. Uh, in spite of uh, all the giants in the land, uh, David, you just talked about um, all that these Christians are up against. Uh, they want to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus, and yet what is so elementary to the Christian faith, so easy for us to find here in the U.S., is uh, nearly impossible in those parts of the world. And yet we're not giving all those uh, forces of darkness uh, the final word. God's given us a limited opportunity today. We have said together as two ministries, can we solve this for 8,000 Bibleist believers. Granted, there's millions around the world who live each day with Christ without a Bible. They're praying for one, but uh, in all the cases we're talking about today, the soil has been worked. These are members of our spiritual family. They've come through Bible League's Bible study. We promise them a Bible at the end, and that's what your listeners are helping us make good on today. And David, let me say between now and when you and I wrap up an hour from now, there is a Bible for Bible match. We have friends of Bible League that have ponied up a significant amount of cash. They want to match every single gift. Why? Because they believe so strongly in this. They believe that Christians all over the world, it doesn't matter where they are, what their circumstances are, they deserve to have a Bible to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. And so regardless of size, every gift will be matched uh, over the next hour. We'll see if that'll be uh, extended. I'll certainly announce that before we wrap up uh, if it is. But David, let me mention uh, where we're at right now. Again, that goal, 8,000 Bibles. We're a little uh, north of about 40%, a little uh, more than uh, 3,000 Christians who uh, essentially didn't have a Bible yesterday morning at 6 a.m. will now have God's Word in their uh, own language. But we've got 5,000 to cover before we wrap up, and we need to do that uh, in about an hour or so. Let's uh, pray for a miracle here. Uh, but all that to say, it's great to be with you. And again, these stories, you know, we want to drill down different parts of the world. Uh, there might be somebody in Latin America, another one in the Middle East, another in Asia, you know, another in Africa, but the situation is still the same. They've been, uh, they really face uh, a, a limitation on their religious freedom. It means they have no Bible, there's no access to training, but again, because of this uh, wonderful relationship, we have an opportunity today to make this incredible, incredible dent. Um, all that to say, the phone operators are standing by right now at 800 yes word, 800 Y E S W O R D, that's 800 yes word um david when it's good for you i'd love to take uh, your listeners uh to south africa yeah we're gonna go right to south africa and this is a, an incredible conversation that you had do you want to set up the well i'll let you do let me play jamie right here this is this is jamie from from south africa uh, to to our brothers in the u.s uh we appeal to you that um the need for a change is through the word of god it's not the, the effort of one man. It's not the effort of a president. It's not the effort of a Congress or a, a government. But it is a change, uh, a change uh, people who look unto God, who look unto the Word of God for a change lives. Boy, does that brother speak uh, truth, huh? Lasting change won't come from the government. It won't come from, uh, you know, our favorite uh, candidate. It comes through the Word of God. And, uh, David, today I'm telling your listeners, we're sharing these stories 
praying that you'll rejoice that the gospel is going forth. People are coming to Christ. You know, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw the nations to myself. And we're telling you today that that is happening. Let me take you to South Africa. You know this part of the world. It's uh, the land of uh, Nelson Mandela. It's where apartheid uh, reared its ugly head for many, many years. Uh, This is South Africa. And there is a little bit of wealth in some of the towns like Cape Town, but most people live in extreme poverty. You know, they live remotely. Most people do not know who Jesus Christ is. They've never uh, heard of Christianity. Uh, And the story of Amelia is this, a young lady who witnessed, uh, very sadly, the murder-suicide of her own parents, uh, David. Uh, Her father was a raging alcoholic. Uh, In a fit of rage, um, he shot uh, her mother to death. He turned the gun on himself. She actually witnessed this. Uh, She and her siblings were split up. She ended up going to uh, an aunt who did not love her, Uh, Instead, the aunt would turn her into um, human trafficking. She would, for lack of a better word, uh, pimp her. I mean, essentially, uh, that was her life. This girl, Amelia, was um, assaulted by a group of men. They were never prosecuted for that crime. She lived with bitter unforgiveness. Talk about a hopeless future. She had absolutely no options before her, and yet all this rage, all this unforgiveness. David, a Bible League volunteer who received a Bible in a previous Bible League campaign, had come from a state of hopelessness as well, had been turned on to the gospel, was taught to share her faith, and introduced uh, Amelia to Jesus, the great lover of her soul. And would you know that Amelia, having been trained to share Christ by her local evangelical church there in South Africa, would begin to invite people to this Bible study from Bible League, Christianity 101, the Gospel of John, paired together. It's about a 12-week study, and she would invite people left and right. Come learn about Jesus, she would say. And David, as they would do that, she and others in in the church would invite uh, people as well. And would you know it, Amelia has been right there in the middle of 120 people who had no idea who Jesus is there in South Africa. They now call him Lord and Savior. They're members of our spiritual family. Yet David, today, they lack a Bible. They do not have access to a Bible. And so if it's going to happen for these believers, 120 in total right now, It'll happen because your listeners choose to get involved today. And David, that's the great story today from the greater L.A. area. You can step into the story of these Christians in South Africa and send them exactly what they're praying for, and that is a Bible. Yeah, Monique has started off the hour. She says, count me in for five of those 2,000 to receive a Bible. So, Monique, thank you there in Southgate. The phone number is 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. There it is. That's for Monique right there. 1-800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. So, look, here's the thing. We've got just a few minutes. I mean, we're winding down and all hands on deck for every single one of us as a KKLA collective. And, Monique, I I can't wait to hear your story one day on, on why you gifted for the Bibles. You know, obviously, there's a reason. I have my reason. I've shared that over and over again. The the, my mom and the issues that with a bio that was horrible and abusive. And the reason that my mom was able to get through that is because she took her two boys and we would, we would hide. We would literally hide and she would read the Bible hmm. to us waiting for him to leave, thinking that we weren't there and he would be so drunk that he would leave. But mom would be reading scripture to us by flashlight. Can you believe? I, I just, hmm. I can't believe that was my life. Because she met a man who became my, my, my father. He's not my bio, but he became my father and showed me what it was to be a, a Christian man. Worked hard to earn my love. But he, sh- he showed us what it was to get into God's word. That's why I gift there. 
because I know the importance of what the Word of God meant in such a moment that was that was so catastrophic and could have been catastrophic in our life. But Mom was faithful. And so what's your reason? And as you share those stories, Michael, just like you did with Amelia in South Africa, where she witnessed her parents murder-suicide and assaulted by men who were never prosecuted. She comes to know Christ. Someone like us invests in her life, and she leads 120 to Jesus herself. That's what our gift is doing. And so we are about 2,000 Christians away from having those 2,000. Actually, because of, of Norma or uh, because of Monique in Southgate, that's five. So we're 1,995 Christians away from having those 2,000 Christians. The phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YESWORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com, inviting someone that would say, look, I'll gift a $10,000 gift. That's my best gift for all 2,000. 40 Bibles is a $200 gift. But every one of us opting in with your best gift, we'd have above 2,000 Christians a Bible. 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YESWORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. Going back to the Middle East, and you were talking about, as we were preparing the program, Nora's house torched by radicals. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, David, is uh, take you to that uh, part of the world. Let me say thanks to Keith of California City. We've heard from Ivan of Simi Valley, each of those making a gift of 40 Bibles. And then again, Dave, uh, David, remember, Friends of Bible League will match every single gift. They'll double it. Doesn't matter what the size is. If it's a $10,000 gift, guess what? That'll be doubled, and uh, you can do the math there and see. But uh, to make that just maybe a little more reasonable, it doesn't matter what the gift level is today. I mean, you've heard us uh, mention uh, gift uh, gift levels, different gifts that are made. Uh, make what's meaningful to you and your family. Would you get involved with this great work of God today? The gospel is truly going forth in some of the most difficult parts of the world, in some of the most uh, difficult circumstances. Uh, David, I am just uh, grateful for how far God has brought you in life inside, in spite of uh, what you've gone through. Uh, and again, I can see where you can relate to somebody like Amelia, people that find themselves in such a state of hopelessness. And yet Jesus says, I give you peace. I give you my peace. It's a peace that passes understanding. And that's what I'm saying today. Uh, these Christians, they exhibit that, and yet they live where it's nearly impossible to get a Bible. And we're doing something about it today, call by call, and click by click. If you want to share this uh, audio cut from uh, Ahmed, I want to come back and tell you about Nora. She's in the Middle East. We don't often realize the kind of sacrifice uh, they're having to, to, to make in order to continue being Christians. Sometimes as Christians, we look the other way and we say God will look after them. You suddenly realize how critical it is for Christians not just to assume God will look after their brothers and sisters who have converted from Islam, but that they will be prepared to walk with them. Yeah, we've set a goal, uh, David, 8,000 Bibles. We're about 40% to that, a little more than 3,000 Christians who will now have God's Word. And we want to give you an intimate look into about another 100 that uh, are praying for uh, Bibles. Let me tell you about Nora in the Middle East. And I know most of us are hearing these horrific stories coming out of uh, Afghanistan as the Taliban takes over. They've been punishing people left and right. They've been hanging people in the public square. And frankly, at Bible League, now in our 83rd year of ministry, with a strong presence in the Middle East, we can tell you this kind of activity happens every day. In fact, it happened uh, recently to a woman that we know by name. Her name is Nora, I can tell you her husband was killed by radicals uh, in that part of the world. And then recently, 
Her house was torched, completely burned down, nearly killing all four daughters, the youngest of which, four years of age, is maimed for life. David, she has very serious uh, burns. Um, And you know what the the crime is of Nora? Two things. Number one, she's a born-again believer. She believes that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's one of the reasons why they targeted her. And then secondly, uh, she was uh, educating her daughters beyond the age of eight. In that part of the world, in that extreme uh, scheme of things there, that is a major violation. Those were the two reasons that they targeted uh, Nora as a mother of uh, four daughters. Uh, David, she couldn't read. She couldn't write uh, not too long ago. Denied an education because of her social standing in that part of the world. But David, she encountered our Bible-based literacy program since about uh, 1970. Uh, we found out as we uh, engage people with uh, God's Word around the world, if they can't read, if they can't write, uh, we owe them something, and that's the gift of literacy. And so we developed this program many years ago, and then all over the world in many, many languages, including English, we provide the gift of literacy. And as I said before, as they learn to form letters and words, they learn about who? Yes. Jesus, the great <laughs> love of their soul, yes. because uh, the Bible is the backdrop. David, there's government schools that actually use this program. We thank God for that platform. But that was Nora's story. She came uh, to Saving Faith through that program. She learned to read and write. And David, she has led about 40 women to faith in Christ through that program. Again, they've learned to read, they've learned to write, and then together, that group of women, many of those widowed because their husbands have been killed by radicals, have seen about 120 people come to Christ in the Middle East. And again, David, I've been in that part of the world. I've met some of the most remarkable people. I told you I was uh, told to never turn down the hospitality of many of the the pastors that we met uh, as I uh, traveled around that part of the world. You know, they didn't have much, you know, a lamp, a a table, you know, a chair, that sort of thing. But they definitely had the gift of hospitality. They gave us this remarkable Turkish coffee, you know, strong Turkish coffee. I drank that from sunup to sundown. Didn't sleep the whole time I was in the Middle East. But I can tell you, I was really on a spiritual high, if you will, hearing about these people uh, like Nora. We've talked about uh, Ahmed and Arya, others as well. Hey, the gospel's going forth in some of the most difficult parts of the world today. And David, our prayer today is that your listeners will catch a glimpse of what God is doing and step into their story today. 1-800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com, gifting Bibles, yes, being able to be transformed by the renewing of the Holy Spirit themselves, but then it unlocks, as Michael just talked about, literacy programs for women and girls who otherwise would not be, I mean, Sharia law, hello, it doesn't have, but, but you have Muslims coming to know Jesus, women and children, girls coming to know Jesus, where Christians are inviting them in under the cover of darkness and uh, hidden churches, underground churches, and they're learning how to read, and Mm -hmm. God's transforming their hearts. It's a beautiful thing. That is a byproduct of our gift. This is why I say it's, it's pretty holy work. Brighter futures for adults, children, empowering pastors, introducing lost souls to Jesus, because when they... When they come to know Christ, we've talked about these wonderful ladies who've been rescued from forced modern-day slavery. They come to know Jesus. They receive their Bible, and they go out, and they, they just don't sit idly by. They go out, and they start proclaiming the name of Jesus, and other ladies start coming to know Christ. Men are starting to know who Jesus is and studying God's Word and becoming emboldened and becoming courageous to be able to be men of of, of, of courage to be able to say, God, I am standing up for you, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against your word. That's what our gift is doing. So flood the lines at 800-YES-WORD, 
1-800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. We're looking to see 2,000 Christians here between now and 5 o'clock, the top of the hour, to see 2,000 Jesus followers receive a Bible. 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. This is live from Los Angeles, our final few minutes here live uh, to join Michael and the Bible League and all hands on deck inviting every single one of us from uh, Lancaster to Apple Valley, down to San Diego County, South County and Orange County, Ventura. What's your best gift? $5 a Bible, $40.00. Uh, is eight Bibles, 200 Bibles, $1,000, 40 Bibles, right? $200. Phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, kkla.com, the Bible League banner. And again, uh, maybe 10 of you gifting $1,000 to see every one of these 2,000 Jesus followers this hour a Bible. 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. KKLA.com, the Bible League banner. Real quick, we've got a couple minutes here. We want to share and go to Asia and talk about Alino's parents. Well, if you remember uh, your history from the 1970s, David, most of you remember uh, Cambodia and the Pol Pot regime, the uh, Khmer Rouge regime. This was, uh, again, a very uh, dark uh, chapter in uh, modern history. man by the name of Alino lost uh, both parents, his mother and father, killed by the Pol Pot regime. Um, he and his wife uh, here in the modern uh, years, um, no pain and suffering as well. They lost a son to uh, sanitation issues, uh, poor sanitation there in the country of Cambodia. Um, here's what he did. He lived with bitter unforgiveness against uh, the Pol Pot regime. He also knew that as an evangelical pastor, he needed to lose that. He needed to get rid of that once and for all. And he desired growth in his local evangelical church there in uh, Cambodia, where most people are either atheist or they follow uh, Buddhism. David, here's what he did. He prayed a prayer. It was what? Lord, create in me a clean heart, the prayer of David in Psalm 51. And when he prayed that, David, let me tell you something. The church began to grow. They experienced phenomenal growth. People were not keeping Jesus to themselves. They were sharing him with others. And when all the dust settled and the church went from about 50 to 500 people today, David, he found out that one of the new members was about 80 years of age. The man's name was Daiku, and he found out that Daiku was part of the Pol Pot regime. Okay, now about 10, 15 years ago, they rounded a lot of these people up, a United Nations War Crimes Tribunal. They tried them. Most of these people went to jail for life. They did let Daiku go because it was determined he did not kill anybody, nor did he order the killings. But he was a major part of the Pol Pot regime. And here these two men stood face-to-face, I mean literally, after all this church growth, he's meeting some of these new members. They share their stories. And in tears, they weep together because that man, Daiku, had prayed the same prayer after he came to Christ. Lord, create in me a clean heart because his legacy to that part point was that he was part of one of the most evil regimes in modern history, that of Pol Pot. David, who can do something like that except God? I'm yes. telling you, it is a true story. Sometimes I think these people probably don't believe me, but I can tell you what an amazing story in the country of Cambodia. But I can tell you, Christians are outnumbered here. They feel uh, like a, a small minority as they look at the atheists around them, the communist government there, those that follow Buddhism. And, uh, David, we can come alongside them today. Our gift can say very loudly, very clearly today that even from the greater L.A. area here in the U.S. of A., we're with you and we are for you today. You know, Cynthia in Upland says, count me in for six Bibles a month. And, by the way, that becomes 12 Bibles every single month, Cynthia. Mm, So your gift of $30 a month 
is actually going to provide 48 Bibles. And yeah. so, wait, Cynthia, thank you for your uh, emboldening Jesus followers around the globe to have the Word of God right there. Uh, 1-800-YESWORD, 800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at KKLA.com. Jessica and Virginia and the Civic Center and Alethea and Huntington Beach and Maurice and Hacienda oh. Heights. Angela and Hermosa, Irvine, uh, Irene and Glendale. You're just down the road from us. Catherine and Seal Beach, thank you so much. Look, I've, I've just done the math. We're going to go to break here. Uh, of those 2,000, we're 1,200 away from being above 4,000 Christians receiving a Bible, Michael. Um, that would put us at, at, at above 4,000 Christians receiving a Bible. Mm. 1,200 more Christians receiving a Bible. 1,200 more Bibles. That would be a $6,000 gift if I may invite someone to say, you know what, I'm, I'm opting in. That's, that's my best gift. Um, a $6,000 gift for all 1,200. Now, I know that's not for everyone. That's not for me. But 40 Bibles is a $200 gift. Maybe you'll be like, maybe you'll be like Cynthia and say, you know what, I can give $200 a month. I mean, think about that because then that would be over, what, 400 and that would be about close to 500 Bibles mm. in a year. Yeah, yeah. So here's the number, 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, KKLA.com, that Bible League banner. Join in the celebration. The holy work is, is Mike was just talking about Pol Pot and the evil that took place there, but how Bibles were presented and people came to know Jesus and Revival began because Christians, those people there around them started becoming Jesus followers themselves mm. and needing Bibles. It's a beautiful thing. 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, Bible League banner at KKLA.com. Michael Woolworth, the Bible League, it's David James, and all of us is a KKLA collective this afternoon. I'm live from Los Angeles. Final half hour, this live broadcast here to say, look, Christians around the globe praying for a Bible, we're going to be the answer to their prayers. God's going to use us so that they can grow in their faith, that they not, um, you know, after you come to know Christ, you've got to be getting into the Bible. You know that. You've, we all know that we've got to study God's word in order to become stronger, to be able to put on the breastplate of righteousness. You know, all of those things. Shield of faith, you, you, you know? And so if we don't gift the Bible, then that makes it even easier you know, for people to actually, you know, the enemy, to weasel his way into thought processes and use other people to say, why do you believe what you believe? And they've not had a chance to grow in their faith. So even more important than food, you know, we talk about those billions of locusts in Africa that ate years of crops in just hours. I mean, hunger, immediate need. The hunger and quest to grow in the faith and knowledge of Jesus is so evident with everything happening around the globe. So the urgency is built right in. And here we are. We have about a half hour to about the top of the hour, 5 o'clock. And we're looking at about 1,200 Jesus followers, Christians, 1,200 receiving a Bible. And that would put us over 4,000 Christians receiving a Bible here over the last couple of days. Now, we are hoping to get 8,000, but look, 1,200 right now would put us above 4,000 Christians receiving a Bible in Asia, in the Middle East, in Africa. 
Phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. The Bible League banner at kkla.com. $5 a Bible and every gift being doubled. Cindy in Anaheim saying count me in for 20. Manuel in Los Angeles Civic Center says count me in for 10. Which, by the way, Manuel, that's doubled. So that's actually 20 Bibles. Diane in Anaheim, Claudia in Whittier. Phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. The Bible League banner at kkla.com. And Michael, I'm just going to throw it out there. $6,000 gift would take all 1,200 people that were looking to receive a Bible here to get us above $4,000. $6,000 gift would put us above 4,000 Jesus followers mm. receiving a Bible. And that'd be 1,200 Christians and a $6,000 gift would do just that. At 800, yes, word. And I know that's not for everybody, so please don't drive off into the Santa River or L.A. River and go, Dave. I mean, $40 is eight Bibles. $200 is 40 Bibles. Africa is where Pastor Nemo is. And we've got, um, do you want to set Brian up or do you just want me to go right in and yeah, play let, Brian? Let me, uh, if you don't mind, let me just uh, say this, David. Uh, first of all, thanks for being uh, such a great friend of uh, Bible League. You and your bride, Claire, made a, a gift. You didn't have to do that. It was uh, generous. And yet you are not asking your listeners to do anything you haven't already done. So thanks for doing that. And the listeners, over the years, you've sent literally hundreds of thousands of Bibles to Christians around the world. You won't meet the sign of eternity because you care about them. You're not only uh, focused on uh, how you can make uh, life better here in the greater L.A. area, but around the world as we can band together and and meet the needs of, of Christians that we know by name in some of the most difficult parts of the world, in some of the most difficult situations, and really make a difference in their lives by giving them exactly what they're praying for. And that is the Word of God, so they can grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. David, at Bible League, now in our 83rd year of ministry, we notice, we can estimate easily, that as many as 9 of 10 Christians in many of the places we've talked about today, Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, as many as 9 of 10 have absolutely no access to the Bible. There's majority religions, corrupt governments, other factors like poverty and remoteness that contribute to this uh, Bible um, uh, 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 What's the word I'm looking for? You know, this dearth of Bibles that's there. But we're not letting them have the final uh, word. Those forces of darkness are not getting the final word today, and that's why... Your listeners, David, are picking up the phone, they're clicking uh, their mouse, uh, their mice, or whatever you want to call it, and they're getting involved today. Yes. And uh, we've got others to thank uh, here in the final 30 minutes together. Remember, every gift between now and the top of the hour will be matched. We have friends of Bible League that just care so deeply. They see the opportunity that's before us to impact literally thousands for Christ right now, and they've agreed to match every single gift between now and the top of the hour. Listen, if you want to uh, play this uh, audio cut from uh, Dr. Yancey Smith, he's part of our translation team. I think this will really shed some good light on uh, this next story from the country of Burundi, Africa. So we do translation for people who don't have access to the Bible, can't read it, can't understand it. The Bible they have, they don't understand. And for people who are uh, speakers of, of a language that aren't Christians. And we want to have a text that helps them so that they can become believers in Jesus Christ. Well, it's a simple statement, but David, very profound. What is that? Uh, the work that we engage in, whether it's translation or the evangelistic work, eventually the discipleship work, is uh, these people become members of our spiritual family. It's so that they, too, will know how deep, how wide, how long, how high is the love of Christ for his people. David, you and I know that because we can open our Bibles on a daily basis, and yet the Christians we're talking about 
Today in these stories, they do not have that opportunity. They simply live out their faith day-to-day in the early stages of their walk with Christ without a Bible. But listen, we are doing something about it today through this campaign, The World Needs the Word. Hey, let me tell you about Pastor Nepo. Uh, David, he's uh, preaching away uh, one Sunday uh, in a shanty church in Burundi, Africa. This is where a lot of the uh, Hutus and Tutsis following the Rwandan genocide sought refuge. I mean, the country's been overwhelmed by people coming there for a refuge over the last uh, 20 years. Um, It's a very uh, impoverished uh, country. Uh, David, most people here don't know Jesus. They don't really know what Christianity is all about. But I can tell you, Nepo, a former radicalized Muslim, came to Saving Faith years ago. He's now a pastor, and he's preaching away one Sunday. All of a sudden, a ruckus at the front door. Who is it? It is 20 radicalized Muslims. They storm that uh, middle aisle to the pulpit. They drag this man out the front door. I mean, you can imagine his family's looking on. They're absolutely horrified. Many in the congregation have left uh, Islam, and they're wondering what's going on that morning. But I can tell you, they take this man to the front yard, uh, Nepo. They beat him nearly to death. I mean, he is bloody. He is maimed, David. They are very upset for the simple reason that this man, Nepo, has been sharing the gospel in a very loving, patient way with Muslims there in Burundi, Africa. And David, many have come to embrace uh, Jesus Christ. You know, around the world, 60% of Muslims really, again, have no idea the the uh, doctrines of their religion. And listen, we're not here to say that everyone who follows Islam is a radicalized uh, extremist. That would be untrue. That would be unfair. But I can tell you in this story, that certainly is the case of those that stormed that pulpit that day. Hey, Nepo is willing to suffer for the gospel. I mean, that's that's the story here today. David, when I talked to him not too long ago and I asked uh, Nepo, how can we pray for you? Not once, David. Did he say, get on that L.A. station and plead with those listeners to plead with God to bring an end to our suffering? He said, you know what, God's God's working through that. The prayer is what? A, a, a greater love for God, a greater love for His Word, to see those around them not as the enemy, but as the mission field. And then he pleaded with me, he said, Michael, we need Bibles. These Muslims have tremendous pressure from their family members, people in their community, to convert back to Islam. They are threatened with death. They're singled out. They're targeted. They're monitored. They don't know what, the you know, frankly, the, the, the next week brings in terms of their safety, but they're squarely focused on Jesus. And Nepo said, Michael, if we can get them the Bible in the Karundi language, they can open it every day and be reminded of God's precious promises. And David, I think about those Christians in that village. So many uh, know that they're a part of a minority. Christians are clearly outnumbered uh, in uh, that region of the world. But they can open their Bibles now uh, with every call and with every click and be reminded what God writes, what the psalmist writes in Psalm 149, I should say 139. Uh, Lord, uh, you know all about me. You know when I rise up in the morning. You know everywhere I go. You know when I uh, lie down in the evening. God, you know all about me, and it brings me great peace. And uh, David, to know that almost 4,000 <laughs> Bibleist believers will now be able to open their Bibles and read that for themselves. And David, it's because your listeners are getting involved today. Yeah, we're about 1,200 Jesus followers receiving a Bible around the globe away from having just above 4,000 Christians here gifted a Bible. Monique in Southgate says, count me in for five. Norma in Azusa says, hey, count me in for five, which by the way, um, or four, Norma, that actually becomes eight, and Monique, that actually becomes 10. The phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD. The Bible League banner at KKLA.com. So about 1,200 Christians away from putting us above 4,000 Christians receiving a Bible. That's a $6,000 gift. Now, you know, I'm, I'm just a country bumpkin from New Hampshire, but I can do a little bit of rudimentary math. 
And that means if there's someone listening who would say, you know what, 500 a month over the next year, about a car payment, I'm going to make sure that 1,200 Christians, actually because of every gift being doubled, that actually becomes 2,400 Christians receiving a Bible. So $6,000 away from 1,200 more Christians receiving a Bible, which would put us about 4,100 Christians receiving a Bible. Let's do this. Yeah? 800 yes word. 1-800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at KKLA.com. We talk about Pastor Nepo and Burundi being dragged by radicals from his pulpit when he's preaching the gospel, and you know he's led radical Islam, Muslims to Jesus. We, these are the souls that we're investing Bibles into who've come to know Christ are going, you know what? They can do whatever they're going to do against me, mm. but I'm growing in my faith, and I know where I'm going to be that side of eternity, <laughs> next side of eternity. And Jesus, come what may, I'm going to praise you. Mm. That's what our gifts are doing. And really, it reinforces for me, David, that's what you need to be for Jesus, and getting in God's word and letting Holy Spirit guide and direct you that way. Be a part of this solution, KKLA family, and the problem of a lack of Bibles. 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at KKLA.com. This is live from Los Angeles, Southern California's 99.5 KKLA. KKLA, Southern California live, David James and Michael Woolworth from Bible League. We're about ready. We're about 10 minutes away from wrapping up our two days of live uh, radio to invite all of us as a KKLA collective to say, look, we we want to answer that clarion call of 8,000 Christians receiving a Bible. And it's $5 a Bible, $5. And so, you know, you do the math on that, 8,000 times 5, you know, 40,000. And so... $5 $5 a Bible, and here, here we are just so close to having just about 4,000 Jesus followers, right above that, almost 4,100 Jesus followers away. It's about a about 1,000 Christians away. It's a $5,000 gift, Michael, and I'm just encouraging someone who says, you know what, I uh, that's my best gift. Um, to make that gift and say, look, that's going to be double. That's going to be 2,000 Christians mm-hmm. receiving a Bible. Yeah. Now, all yeah. of us, not all of us are able to do that. And I, I, I'm not able to do that. But 40 Bibles is a $200 gift, right? There's thousands listening to KKLA. Can we get 1,000 Christians a Bible here in the next 10 minutes in Africa, the Middle East, in Latin America, in the Pacific Rim? 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, Bible League banner, kkla.com, Michael. Well, we're closing in on uh, about the halfway mark, uh, David. We said as two ministries, can we solve this? For 8,000 Bibleist believers around the world, uh, places like Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, at Bible League now in our 83rd year of ministry, uh, David, we can easily estimate that uh, as many as 9 of 10 Christians, if you can imagine 10 Christians uh, in a place like China, 9 of those do not have a Bible, right? I mean, can you imagine, hey, after uh, the service, can I borrow your Bible so I can write a few verses down simply to take uh, something into my week? I mean, David, that happens in the house church movement there. We've told a lot of stories today from all over the world, the places where we're uh, focusing right now. Some of these have been very difficult. We've talked about pastors 
who have been uh, beaten for their faith. We've talked about uh, people that have been killed uh, in the process of uh, loving others in the name of Christ. I mentioned that Venezuelan church. A person was killed, dragged behind a truck. You know, these these Christians, in spite of all the giants in the land, David, uh, they are willing to suffer for the gospel. They know how deep, they know how wide, they know how long, how high is the love of Christ. You and I know that. We can read it on a daily basis, and yet for most of these believers we've talked about today, they cannot do that. They lack a Bible. What is so elementary to the Christian faith is something that they lack. And yet, David, we've seen gift sizes from four Bibles. Uh, We had a couple uh, $500 gifts uh, just in the last uh, hour or so. Um, I can tell you what is kind of missing from the equation, as you say right now, is kind of several of these large gifts. There's always been two or three listeners uh, whose financial position perhaps is a little better than they thought it would be. They can't even explain it, but they, uh, they, they are tuned in. They hear us. They hear this incredible need. They know they can trust the relationship between our two ministries. They know that Bible League follows through on everything that we promise and we've given you a glimpse into the lives of uh, literally uh, thousands of Christians right now around the world who do not have a Bible. And um, and I know they're praying for that. They know uh, many of our uh, partners around the world know that we're doing this kingdom business today. So, David, in our final moments together, I'd love to take your listeners uh, to the country of India. And then you've also got this audio clip. I want to allow just like half a minute before we wrap up to share this uh, audio clip from uh, Pastor Joseph. But um, you've got this audio cut from Ramesh. Do you mind sharing this? And then let me come back and tell you about uh, Lalitha. She is in the country of India. When persecution comes, the church growth will be more. So that is a story of Christianity everywhere, all over the world. So here in India, I think last two, three years, the persecution rate is increasing, especially in the northern part. The northern part is fully Hindu belt area. In southern part, the Christians are very strong, but rest of the other areas, uh, Christians are very uh, low and they are considered as low caste. And mostly people come to Christianity from the lower caste. And whenever people go and share the gospel to them, they come to Christ and they worship the Lord. Yeah, you know, he's talking about the country of India. That's Pastor Ramesh. Uh, David, it's a place where Christianity is being outlawed. There's laws on the books that make it uh, an offense to share your faith. You can't walk in some villages even carrying a Bible. Uh, my colleague there, a man named uh, Subish, uh, had a video camera. He was driving uh, into different villages. Uh, some of these spoke Tamil, some of these spoke Hindi, but he said, Michael, he said, that sign right there says, no Christians. Uh, he said, this one says, no evangelizing. I mean, this is what's happening right now uh, in the country of, uh, of uh, India. Long gone are the days when Gandhi would advocate a nonviolent Hinduism. Uh, there's, again, no, no room for Christianity there. Um, let me tell you about Lalitha. Who is she? Born in coastal India, raised a strict Hindu. In fact, if you can remember uh, Religion 101, uh, Lalitha is the name of one of their high goddesses. That's who Lalitha is. Um, she was uh, forced into an arranged marriage at a very young age, a young teenager, in fact. David, that happens a lot in the country of India. Parents are just, uh, they face abject poverty. They're wanting to get their kids out of the house very quickly. Um, tragically, her husband died in an accident. This left her penniless, homeless, and because she was part of that lower uh, cash system that uh, this man, uh, Ramesh, is talking about, um, she was sold into a prostitution ring for no more than $150, all right? This was uh, kind of the, uh, uh, some bad guys uh, did this to her. David, for lack of a better word, she was pimped. Day in, day out, absolutely no hope. 
until a Bible League volunteer introduced her to Jesus Christ. This woman is a former prostitute. She was rescued from all of that. She became a believer, received a Bible in a previous Bible League campaign, and uh, was uh, trained to share Christ. She would lead Lalitha to faith in Christ, uh, bring her to a place of safety. And Lalitha would go on, David, to leave about uh, 85 former Hindus, some of these radicals, (laughs) to faith in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And I've got to insert this. Before she died tragically of HIV-AIDS, that's something she was afflicted with in those years uh, in human trafficking. But uh, David, God did something beautiful with her life before he uh, took her home. And there's 85 Christians that can testify (laughs) that he makes all things new uh, in their lives today. And they need Bibles. There's no Christian bookstore where they can simply drop in and buy a Bible. There's no big box retailer that's peddling, you know, inspirational books and Bibles. You find that here in America. There's no Amazon to drop a box of Bibles into their village. If it happens for these and many other Christians we've talked about today, it'll happen because your listeners choose to get involved. And David, in places like India, where it is very difficult to live out your faith, I can assure you today the gospel is going forth, and we can step into their story today. You know, Lalitha... um... God used her in a tremendous way after such epic pain in her life, Michael. I mean, 85 came to know Jesus just before she passed. And she passed due to um, a disease she received in forced modern-day slavery. Hmm. Very powerful what we're doing here, KKLA family. Um, Mark in Tahunga says, look, may I... May I go ahead and get for 20? Actually, that becomes 40, Mark. Thank you for your kindness to 40 Christians like the next Lalitha, 40 Lalitha. Cindy in Anaheim says, count me in for 20 as well, which that becomes 40. Phone number is 800-YES-WORD, 1-800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner at kkla.com. And, Michael, yes, we're about $6,000 still away from having another 1,200 Christians that would put us above 4,000 Christians, close to about 4,100 Jesus followers, put us halfway to that 8,000 that we are going to continue to try to say, look, we're going to advocate for them to receive a Bible. But may I invite someone to gift that, you know, maybe it's $500 per month over the next 12 months. That is all, that's all 1,200 Christians, but that's doubled up to 2,400, maybe a gift of $6,000. But Michael, in the moments that remain... Just uh, encourage, we've, we've shared stories to India and Africa and Latin America and Venezuela and Asia and the Middle East. Just talk about the final few moments here. Share your heart on what those 1200 inviting someone to gift that $6,000 or 40 Bibles for $200. And again, you know, 40 of us doing that right now, we're above 4,000 Bibles. But just share your heart on... Yeah, being able well, to say, David, you've looked your eye. You you've looked right into the eyes of souls that receive Bibles. I have. I've given you know Bibles to witch doctors and uh, former jihadists. I mean, some of the most um, unlikely characters, David, that have come uh, to spiritual uh, faith in Christ. They're members of our spiritual family. You've got about a twenty second audio cut. I know we're up against uh, our time ending today, but if, can you share this from Pastor uh, Joseph in South Africa, uh, and then uh, we'll wrap things up. We were in a place called Mpumalanga. The lady there is about 60, 62 years or so. She literally cried. She knelt down and she cried. She never, at the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people like her rejoicing um, when they receive their Bibles. 
Well, David, what your listeners are doing today is what? Putting tears of joy on the faces of believers around the world. That woman, she kind of wrote things off. I'll never have a Bible, she said. She rejoiced that uh, her name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But David, when she finally got a Bible, would Joseph say? She didn't merely say thank you. She wept for joy. He said, Michael, she cried for minutes because she finally had a Bible. And that's what your listeners are doing, David. We've seen a great outpouring of support. We're about halfway to our goal, grateful for every gift today. We'd love to finish this, finish strong uh, in the days to come. And um, again, what a joy to be with you, David. Um, Love you and appreciate uh, your listening family here. They certainly um, are serious about their faith and blessing those around the world. Phone number is 1-800-YESWORD, 800-YES-WORD, the Bible League banner kkla.com vicky and roland heights thank you for five bibles evelyn for 20 to receive a bible there in chino father go with us tonight thank you for the blessing and a big blessing in our life is to have your word to study and i pray that all of us tonight as the operators still there online of course god that we say you know what how many of those 1200 how many of the the next 4,000 christians are we going to gift a bible in your name in jesus name Amen. Amen. Michael, we love you, all of us here as a KKLA collective. A new beginning is straight ahead. Love you, KKLA family. Live from Southern California, this is 99.5 KKLA. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.